Hey everyone, uh, welcome to episode 8 of the Beyond Sundays podcast with Jonathan Howes. I hope everyone is enjoying this experience in God's study. I'm absolutely loving uh, going through it again. And this past Sunday at Greystone Church, I taught on reality number two, which is God pursues a continuing love relationship with you that is real and personal. And there's so much content in each week, and we've had tons and tons of fill in the blanks, and I didn't have time to finish my message this past Sunday, so I wanted to use this podcast to fill in the last page of the notes. And so I know everybody loves to to get all of their notes filled in, especially those people who are perfectionists or those people who are OCD. Uh, and so I wanted to just to teach back through or, or finish teaching uh, the lesson on Sunday. And hopefully you guys have taken the time to, to study it for yourself, to go a little deeper, to dig more into uh, the Word of God. And so I'm just going to answer the questions and then I'm going to wrap it up at the end. And so the first question for further study is, who is your life? And we looked at Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 through 20. It says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life, so that you and your children may live, and that you may love the Lord your God. Now as we read these verses, I want to encourage you to underline in your Bible or, or circle or highlight or emphasize the word love, because these are all passages that have to do with our love relationship with God. That you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him, for the Lord is your life. And so who is your life? The Lord is your life. He loves us, and we're to love him. He is our life. Number two, in what ways has God demonstrated his love for us, the famous John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So A, he sent his son that we might have eternal love. He demonstrated his love by sending his only son, Jesus Christ. And then B there is Jesus laid his life down for us. It says in 1 John three sixteen, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid his life down for us, and we ought to lay our lives down for our brothers. Number three, how can we show love? How can we show our love to God? John 14, 21 says, Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. So how do we show our love for God? We obey his commands. We obey his commands. If we truly love God, we're going to do what he tells us to do. And it's out of obedience to him that we demonstrate or we show our love to him. And so we, we obey God, not because we have to, but because we want to. We obey God out of love, not out of guilt. And so guilt doesn't motivate us to obey God. But our love for God is what compels us to obey Him. And there's a big difference between obeying God out of love and obeying God out of guilt. Number four, 
What does God promise to do in response to our loving him? Famous passage, Romans chapter 8. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? So trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so A is we will never be separated from the love of God. Absolutely nothing can separate us from God's love. We can't even separate ourselves from God's love. And then B, we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through the love of Christ in our lives. We conquer sin and we conquer death and we conquer hell. And it's through the love of Christ that we can live our lives victoriously as conquerors. Number five, who loved first, you or God? Well, God loved first. First John 4, 9 and 10 says, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as atoning sacrifice for our sins. We love because he first loved us. We are able to love God because he loved us first. Now, as I think about my love relationship with God, God is my heavenly father, and I view that love relationship with him very similar as I view my love relationship uh, with my earthly father. Uh, my earthly father loved me first. He provided for me. He protected me. Uh, he gave his life for me. He did so much. He sacrificed so much for me, which in turn, I love my father back. Now, also, my dad, I respected my dad. I feared my dad, and I wanted to honor my dad, but it was all based on love. It wasn't based on guilt. And I can remember as a young boy growing up in Mississippi, I loved to spend time with my dad. Uh, and I remember in the summer months, uh, we'd be off, off from school. And I basically, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, we didn't have video games. We didn't have, you know, cable TV. And we spent most of our days outside. I'd be running around with you know, no shirt, no shoes, and just kind of being a country boy. Everyone knows I love sports, and, and I can remember I couldn't wait for my dad to get home from work, and I would have my baseball glove and, and my ball and, and my bat, and I would have his glove, and I remember just waiting and waiting and waiting out in the front yard, and then finally I'd see my dad's, he used to drive a, a Cutlass, a 1968 Cutlass, pre pretty cool car, had the leather uh, steering wheel grip, and he'd, he'd come rolling in. I'd, be, I'd run up to the door. I would open the door. And before he could even get out of the car, I, I would hand him his baseball glove. And I have this image. I have this picture. I remember my dad would take off his sports coat. He would, he would loosen up his tie. And we would get out in the front yard, and we would just throw the baseball back and forth. And, and I love spending time with him. He'd pitch me baseballs, and, and he would hit pop-ups in the air. And I, I would practice catching the pop-ups, but I absolutely love to spend time with my Father. And it's the same with our Heavenly Father. It should be the same with our Heavenly Father, that we can't wait to, to spend time with Him, that we long to, to spend time with Him, our soul thirsts to spend time with God, as the psalmist says in, in Psalm 42. 
And we spend time with God each day. And the, the closer we get to God and the more we walk with God, the more we're able to to know what's close to the heart of God. And we're, we're able to to listen to God and hear His instruction. If we want to know God's will, it all goes back to our love relationship with Him. And the closer we are to Him, the, the more we know His will and the more useful we are in ministry. And so I really want to encourage you to get close to God. And as I said on Sunday, you can be as close to God as you want to be. It's just a matter of us taking the time to spend time with God, to spend time in His Word, to spend time in prayer, to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit each day, to, to pray without ceasing, and be sensitive to, to God's will. What's God doing? Where is He moving and how, how can we be a part of it? I really hope and pray this experience in God's study is challenging you and drawing you closer to God. Well, this has been episode eight of the Beyond Sundays podcast. I hope you guys have a phenomenal day.